29 of 31 Days of Movies. My name is Jessica, and every day in the month of October, I've got a different underappreciated or unknown horror movie gem that I think you should watch. I've got a guest with me today. It's Max from the Black Lodge Screening Room. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so today, we're kind of... This is interesting. I like this movie today because I enjoyed it, and you enjoyed it despite what you wanted to. It's the mumble gore hit from 2014. It's written, directed by Patrick Bryce. It's written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, and it stars Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass. They are pretty much the only people in this movie in any way. Like, I'm, I'm fairly certain this entire film was done by those two yeah. and a small crew of maybe like three people, like a gaffer, a mic guy, and a cameraman for the cost of like 500 bucks and a case of Zima. I, I totally agree. The The plot of this movie is a videographer answers a Craigslist ad for a one-day job in a remote mountain town. Um, it's for a man who has terminal cancer and he has a son on the way and would like to make a video for his son to look at uh, once you know he's moved on and his son is old enough and a little videography of his day and it turns out everything goes weird it gets really weird really weird so as i mentioned you know in the intro this is this is what's called mumble gore um mm. which i love that name i really do like mumble core or mumble gore mumble gore because it's scary ah uh, that's pretty good i hadn't heard that one yet that's yeah good. so it is a spin-off of the mumble core genre of which mark duplass is kind of a the, the leading <laughs> the luminary king. the king the pope <laughs> the pope of mumble gore so Mumblecore is, is an aesthetic for filmmaking, um, sort of like we talked about earlier, where it's very, very, very basic. Most of it's improvised. There's very little transformative filmmaking going on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like cinema verite horror. Yeah, it's kind of the American version of, like, the Dog Me 95. Yeah. Um, I like it better than Dog Me 95. Well, I... <laughs> So hopefully one the, yes. <laughs> one of the interesting things about this movie is that it was, as I, we mentioned, improvised, almost totally improvised. Um, and what happened was they they shot it and then they screened it in front of a bunch of their friends, and their friends were like, uh, they sort of were kind of shot it thinking it would be a black comedy. Yeah. And they put it in front of their friends, and their friends were like, "No, this is a horror movie. Yeah. You need to re-edit the ending and mm -hmm. do a little more filming because this you've made a horror movie here, you guys. This is not a black comedy. Yeah. This is this is creepy. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, appropriately. Appropriately. There are so many... One of the interesting things about this movie is there are so many scenes where, like, if you asked me what's wrong, like, what is going wrong in the scene, I couldn't really tell you. You just know it's all very wrong. And when you mean wrong, I mean more like what, what is alarming, what is causing stress. Right, not, exactly. this movie does very little wrong. Right. Um, and honestly, I think all of the all the success of the weird tension in this movie can be laid entirely at the feet of Mark Creepy class <laughs> fair enough yeah fair enough yeah because that dude is very good at being kind of creepy and he, he's very good at the kind of the like socially awkward mental instability yes, yes. he's not like a gibber he doesn't really do like gibbering lunatic stuff no there's just something wrong with the way he thinks about things and in, in for as his character yeah and he always sort of like he always has this sort of like slightly off kilter look in his eyes and he, when he's looking into the camera. I don't mean in this movie anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually really interesting. One uh, a separate movie that we've watched recently is Lazarus with uh, also stars Mark Duplass with Olivia Wilde. Which was god awful. Which was so awful. And I thought it was interesting seeing him trying to act in a real movie. Yeah. With a real script. Yeah. And it didn't, it wasn't it didn't working work. for me. And no. usually I am a Mark Duplass fan. Yeah. And that definitely, he needs this sort of um, riffing. For better or for worse, this is one of the reasons why I'm always very frustrated with Mark Duplass because because he can only all of his movies are like that where you kind of they're they're sort of freewheeling and ambling and meandering and you're kind of you're you're I, how to explain I 
get frustrated with his movies because I feel like he's... That's fair. One of his uh, early movies and one of the first ones were Mumblecore and Mumblegore kind of gained uh-huh. um, prominence was uh, Baghead. And Baghead is one that I liked and you did not like. And that is no. super duper 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 meandering. It, that's on the kind of bordering on avant-garde at that point. Baghead was, all, was was more like, it was an art film. It was, it was a student art film. It was an art film. It was very much an art film. And the reason I mention that is just to sort of juxtapose it next to Creep, which is not an art film. I yeah. feel like they've come a long way in editing themselves, even though a lot of it was improvised. They did a, clearly a lot of editing, whether it was at the time or afterwards, mm-hmm. where it, this is a pretty tight little like one hour, 30 minute story. Yeah. That's actually one of the, the better things about it, I think, is that unlike a lot of this is really, the, I think, the big difference. Creep has moment yes. continuously. The events are always pulling you forward. Everything's sort of, there's a terrible logic to everything that happens. And as it sort of plays out, you know how it's going to play out on a certain level. But that doesn't ruin the movie. That just sort of gives you that sense of dread at its inevitability. From the minute Mark Duplass appears on screen, you can you just sort of look at look at it and say, "Nope, this is going to go all wrong. <laughs> this, this is going to be a this is a mistake. It's going to be a mistake." And then I'm not going to give away anything at the ending, but it actually, uh, particularly, you know, we've talked about indie movies, and this is a super indie movie, and it has a very refreshingly straightforward, the ending is inclusive ending. It's yeah. a tidy little ending. Yeah, he ties off all his knots. Everything kind of comes together. And this is sort of the thing that I think all horror movies aspire to, is an ending that pulls everything together and gives you that that, that moment of absolute, as you see the bigger, more monstrous picture. Right. Any horror movie that can do that where it reveals, no, what you what thought you were scared of is something much bigger and much more horrible. Right. And this movie does that perfectly. It pulls back the curtain and does a ta-da moment perfectly. It does. Yeah. I mean, great credit. I imagine just based on the information, you know, with them sort of retweaking into a psychological horror that they probably went back and shot the ending after. And bravo to them, because it, it definitely ties everything up really nicely. So you're, you know, the movie, the credits are rolling, and you're like, huh. Holy shit. Huh, holy shit. That was a pretty good little story. Yeah. So despite your reservations about Mumblecore. And Mark Duplass. And Mark Duplass. I would I would solidly recommend this movie. I would also. I think Creep is a nice, quiet little movie that uh, if you're definitely sort of into psychological horrors, a little bit of a pot boiler, check it out. And take away from this one important lesson. Never, never meet people on Craigslist. <laughs> That's a good lesson. Yeah. All right, I'll be back tomorrow with another movie. We're getting into the last couple days. Oh, my God. Bye.